Each of you is like this golden essence. And you get to the point where you're an adult and it's like you're covered over with this stuff that blocks your natural radiance, your natural creativity, intelligence to come out. And so we're held back. That's Jack Canfield. And this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. I am grateful for you tuning in with me today as we have one of the pioneers of personal development, multiple New York Times bestselling author and founder of Chicken Soup for the Soul publishing company, Jack Canfield, returning to the show to share a A very symbolic story of the Buddha statue that was made of clay. Here's Jack Hanfield. Enjoy. So I was over in Bangkok, Thailand, and my wife and I were giving some seminars for the government over there. And as we came to the weekend, we decided we'd stay for a few days and be tourists. And if you, how many of you have been to Bangkok? Anybody? And when you're a tourist, you get in a van, if you probably did, and you go around, you visit the Golden Buddha, the Jade Buddha, the, the Reclining Buddha, the Temple of the King, and so forth. And these are the, um, you know, the tourist attractions. Well, this is the Temple of the Golden Buddha. Now, that Buddha there that you're looking at on the screen is 10 and a half feet tall of solid gold. That's 5,000 pounds, two and a half tons of solid gold. You know how much gold is an ounce. If you've ever bought earrings, you know what it costs. So imagine 5,000 pounds of gold. And it's worth about $196 million in terms of today's gold value. Now, I was there taking this picture. My wife was over taking another picture. And this picture that she took, is a, which I don't have a slide of, but we have the picture, is a picture of a case. And in that case, there was a piece of clay. It was about two feet wide, three feet tall, about a foot thick. And it said in 1957, they did not know there was such a thing as a golden Buddha. They were moving this large clay Buddha from one side of Bangkok to the other. And as they went to pick it up, it slipped and a crack went through it. They were picking up with a crane and it slipped and hit the ground. Crack went through it. So they lowered it back down and the monk in charge of this was very distraught. He thought, oh my God, I'm, you know, ruined this icon. And it started to rain. So they put a big piece of canvas over it and he came out at night to see if it was staying dry. And when he shined a flashlight under the canvas to see if it was staying dry, something reflected back from in the light. He said, whoa, clay does not reflect light. That's very interesting. I wonder what's in there. So they chipped away in the back where it wouldn't show if they were wrong. And lo and behold, they discovered this golden Buddha. Now, the best theory was that 300 years earlier, the Burmese were attacking the Thailands, the Thais in Thailand. And what they thought must have happened was that the monks, knowing that this was coming, covered the golden Buddha with clay and painted it to look like a worthless clay Buddha. They also think all the monks were massacred during that war, and therefore no one remembered it was in there and took it back out again. So it wouldn't get spoiled, as, you know, take it as a spoil of war. So this Buddha, which was discovered, think of the word discover, means to take the cover off of something that was already there. Columbus didn't discover America. America was already here, okay? But the fact is, the cover came off, and here was this great thing inside. My wife and I were having dinner that night, and she said to me, you know, Jack, that Buddha is a lot like all the people we work with in our seminars. 
Each of you is like this golden essence. You could call it a Christ consciousness, a Buddha consciousness, your uh, divinity, your uh, great wonder, child awe, atmosphere, wonderment of life. You know, you've got this incredible creativity that's inside of you, incredible intelligence. And yet, what happens is it gets covered over with clay. Now, what's the clay? The clay is your self-doubt, your fears, the wounds you experienced as a child. And you get to the point where you're an adult, and it's like you're covered over with this stuff that blocks your natural radiance, your natural creativity, intelligence to come out. And so we're held back. A friend of mine said, well, what a lot of people do then, it's kind of like imagine a diamond covered by a ball of manure. Okay? Got the, got the image? So you're the diamond. <laughs> Here's the manure. All that stuff you accumulated growing up. And now, no one wants to go around and say, hi, my name's Jack Canfield, I'm a ball of manure, right? (laughs) But we can't get to the diamond because we don't want to go back through the pain that we might be required to release or the work of reframing our beliefs and our thoughts and so forth. And so what we do is we cover the manure with with a layer of nail polish, right? So now we've got this false good covering the pain and the negativity and the doubt and the fear, but underneath is the diamond. And what we all have to do at some point is go back through the manure to get to the real essence of who we are. Because we've all seen people in the Armani suits and the Mont Blanc pens and the BMWs and so forth, and and still there's something not quite right. You know, there's an act going on rather than a natural. So you don't need to do anything to put more into you. What you have to do is take away what's not you, and then the natural brilliance comes out. Big thanks to Jack Canfield for stopping by. And his take-home lesson for us today is to tap back into that inner knowing and to to rediscover our true inner self. And there's a number of ways to do that. But the most common way, I think, is to create some kind of contemplative practice. And that may mean something like meditation or journaling or praying or uh, have a gratitude practice or maybe even going to like a silent retreat. But the most important thing is when creating a contemplative practice is to be by yourself uh, with your thoughts. And it reminds me of a quote, and I don't know if I mentioned this before in a previous episode, but it's Wayne Dyer's quote of someone else named Blaise Pascal, who was a famous French mathematician, physicist, inventor, and he was also um, a highly regarded philosopher. And I'm one day I'm going to have this framed and I'm going to have this in my condo somewhere because it really, really resonates with me. And the quote is, all of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. And I really, really wholeheartedly believe that. I feel like we are so inundated with technology, we're so inundated with the grind, doing things and constantly being bombarded with so many different things, trying to get our attention that we separate the most important relationship that we have. And that's the relationship that we have with ourself. So the way that I believe we can go back into ourselves and what Jack Canfield spoke about, you know, finding that gold underneath all the clay is to create some type of practice where we can be by ourselves with our thoughts and be able to really wholeheartedly know ourselves, our true self inside. All right. If you'd like to connect with him, 
you can go to his website, jackcanfield.com. His Instagram is jackcanfield underscore official. His YouTube is Jack Canfield. And his latest book is entitled The Success Principles 10th Anniversary Edition, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. And lastly, if you'd like to watch the entire talk on YouTube, you can go there and type in Clay Buddha, the legend of the golden Buddha. All right. That is a wrap for me. Don't forget to follow the show, share it or leave a rating and review on Apple podcast or Spotify podcast or your preferred podcast player app. And I appreciate you for doing that, taking out the time. Thank you. I appreciate you. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.